Okay. We good? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's live. It is live. Well, not live, but it's mostly live. It's mostly yeah. live. Okay. The camera's running. The recorder's, recorder's recording. Going. We good. Okay. And so, welcome back to another episode of Yo Check It. What's up? What's happening? Today, we got a special guest. We have a lovely guest, Marissa. Hi. Hi, guys. I'm Marissa. Yeah. Is that it? Oh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> That's it. I mean, it's like, it's a little odd because, like, you got to talk to the camera and yeah. you got to talk to us. Yeah. So like, My first time. So I'm like, yeah. what's up, guys? Hey, everybody. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess, you know, just tell a little bit. We're, we're going to get deep into Marissa's story in a bit here, but tell us a little bit about yourself without, yeah. you know, giving out too much in the beginning. Okay, definitely. So I just turned 30. I have lived in the area, uh, Gardnerville area. I graduated in 07. Mm. Moved up to Reno, so I know the area. Um, I'm currently dancing. Um, I go to the Reno Empire. That's kind of how nice. I know Jarek Sorda. So I, I know he a few said, of your friends. Yeah, yeah. so in the creative kind of setting, we all kind of individually meet each other, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, I just go to the Reno Empire. Um, I'm on the ladies' heels team right now. So come check us out one of these times. But I mean, that's kind of what I did mostly. And then I work, um, I sell legal cannabis um, at Reef. So that's kind of what I do <laughs> most of the days. Um, just checking that out. So smoking and dancing, I guess. <laughs> that sounds like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. okay. hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. That it's legal. Pretty cool. yeah. It's legal. It's legal in Nevada. Selling it legally. Exactly. So. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Now, if you were saying I'm selling on a DL, you know, hit me up. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> what? But you can come see me. <laughs> <laughs> She's a legal dealer. Check it yeah. out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know. Let's get let's get into the second man. How, how's your week, man? Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, I went to a pretty cool wedding uh, last Saturday. It was like really fancy. Like Shout a, out to Curtis and Jen. Congratulations! Congratulations, you two. Congrats. I was not there, but it was like a I crazy rich Asian. Oh man! Uh, like I don't know. If you, have it's, you seen that movie? I haven't, but oh. I've uh, seen like the yeah, snippets. But, like, and it if looks... you, yeah, their wedding reception was like. Holy crap. There's like 400 people in there. That's, oh, that's huge. Yeah. That's, that's right. a lot of people. That's I don't know. Probably like, I'm just estimating, but like, yeah, it was pretty big. Did he get a wedding planner or what, what's the deal with that? I have no idea. I didn't see any wedding planner, but it was like fancy, dude. It's like probably like the fanciest wedding I've been. I was like, I'm impressed. If it's that big, I'm hoping they had a planner because that's a lot of stress for the family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they, had a, they had a tree of... Um, it's like an ice sculpture. Like it was pretty big too. Oh, that's like, what that that's was. That yeah. you said? Yeah. Oh man, so I thought that was. <laughs> I literally thought it was a prop. Like <laughs> no, it was like an Girl. actual ice. I think. Yeah. Oh dang. Yeah. Chiseling yeah. yeah. stuff with their saws. And... and it was it was pretty oh. big too. That's that was cool. But yeah, that was that was my weekend. How was yours, man? Uh, well, I just came back from a music festival down in San Diego. I got to check out. Uh, I got to go visit one of the best friends, Andrew. You know, shout out nice. to him. Um, but yeah, I went to go check out a couple of artists. Uh, you know, crosses. It was probably one of my very first uh, music festivals I've ever gone to, and then going back to it now, I don't know. It's just not the same for me, you know. But I think it's just because like because you've been going to like a lot of music festivals. Maybe, but also it's just because like uh, I don't know. Like my heart wasn't there, you know. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm jealous. I have not been to one, and I'm really excited to go to one. So, oh, music festivals are fun. Oh. I mean, it really depends. Like, if you're going with like, uh, I, I go with uh, family, not family. Sorry. Well, technically, they are kind of family, but I go with friends and family, and uh, they, you know, we, we go out there and we just enjoy the music and uh, eat some good food. So, I, I would go check it out. My favorite. Yeah. <laughs> How's your weekend? Mine? Yeah. yeah. I know. Well, today I just moved into my new apartment. So this kind of nice episode is just like makes it a little bit better that I did that this morning just because of what we're going to talk about. So it's been a long time running and um, it's I w- pretty I, stressful moving, huh? It is. But because we don't have anything, it only took us <laughs> well, like a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that so makes it a lot easier. Everything's you know? <laughs> super empty and it's like a townhouse. So upstairs and downstairs, the bedrooms are upstairs. And uh, then the downstairs cool. is kind of going to be the dog area. I mean, it's the living room, but oh, we're going nice. to a little spot off and like I already like looked on Amazon for like a ton of stuff I already picked out dishes Ooh, and nice. drop a good amount of money on that but so that was just kind of I've been like just stressed out like having anxiety at work just like hoping that it goes by fast you know yeah, yeah. so it finally got here and I was like ah zen moment <laughs> it was like just quiet and me my boyfriend and my brother because that's who it is with um, yeah. we're just oh, okay. kind of standing in there and we're like oh 
finally. This finally. like we can breathe for a second. That's cool. Well, so. congrats on your new apartment. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But that's about it, I think. Yeah. So um we're gonna start our first segment of we're gonna ask you two questions. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so do you wanna ask one? Yeah, 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 yeah. You remember the questions, right? Yeah. Okay. I remember this one. <laughs> He's on. Okay. I hope it's that one. <laughs> okay, go ahead, dude. Well, um, you know, we'd like to know what are some of your guilty pleasures. Well, you can just tell us one, but you know, you know, what, what, what is a guilty pleasure for you? Let's see. Um, I eat snacks really late and watch anime. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll eat like I'll, okay. like tons of cookies and then, like I'll just find something. And sometimes I'll even run to Jack and Box and then like come back to watch my fairy tale or you know. Ooh. Oh, I'm actually okay. watching yeah. fairy tale right now too. Yeah. That's cool. Oh yeah, I know yeah. it's the last season, so I'm a little bummed out. Oh, but... I'm not that caught up, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. He's oh. behind. Well, but there's there's more. There's gonna be more. No, I, oh, I can't tell oh, you more. Oh, I can't tell you more. Okay, but there's gonna tell. be more. Okay, cool. There's gonna be more. I promise. I promise. It's it's, it's kind of good that this this next part of their journey. But I won't tell you much about that. That's cool. Though. What, you, what you guys want to watch is Demon Slayer, though. Let me tell Demon you. Slayer. Yeah, oh, I've not out. seen that one. Uh, it's 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 really good. Like, I can't say much. There's just the first season just ended. Uh, last Saturday, so okay. Nice, you got a whole nice. Twenty second binge watch videos. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also watching like Black Clover and Ooh, like Black Clover. Uh, so uh, good, so good, right? But like on Hulu, like it cut off like a couple in between, and now I'm like I stopped because I'm just bummed uh, out. I don't want to <laughs> skip some, so yeah. I'm like waiting to like. Buy I'm pretty the second caught up season. on like Black Clover, the anime. So like, I'm I don't even know where to start. For a... to be honest, okay, so. I watched. I finished watching Demon Slayer, and I was like, "What am I gonna watch next?" Then I started watching One Punch Man. Yeah. And then I finished that. Like, I was like, "Oh man!" Like, you I need something to just watch. watch that. Yeah, I just I literally just watched the whole season he's last funny. night. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He's a funny it's so character. Good. He's, funny. he's yeah. it's good. Yeah. He's just super nonchalant. I yeah. love when he was saying something about like the sales or something. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> like first season. He's like, "This is kind of expensive. Do you got anything cheaper?" <laughs> he's like, "Get out of my way! I'm just trying to shop." Like, what? Yeah. yeah. But, and I'm rewatching. Um, my Hero Academia, just Ooh, so I can get that was be good. ready for uh, season four. Season four, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. Two weeks. We're, me and my boyfriend are also. Wait. Is it two weeks? It's two okay, weeks. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm, like, so, really like, I wanna. I have to. I guess I have to finish watching the rest of it until uh, season four. Ah. Yeah, just so I can like you know refresh my memory on what that is. Yeah, I think that's some of it. And then I love reading fantasy. Like right now, I'm reading like a series by from Dungeons and Dragons. So, oh really? Yeah, oh, so she's a nerd. Dude. I'm a total nerd. <laughs> Are you a like gamer a girl too? I used to be. Ah, and, okay, okay, but okay. I think that was more like during my depressed time. <laughs> so you know, I was like just video gaming like for hours. I'm a day, always but... surprised, but like, because like I don't see you as like a nerdy like I know that's yeah. what makes it so much better because the people see an outside image and this is kind of perfect because that's kind of what the segment's also about is just yeah. you know judging people by a book you know and I don't know it's just people don't think that about me so I like that's to cool. break barriers and I like to you know I don't yeah. like stereotypes I don't like yeah. people when you put people into a box break it down yeah exactly. so yeah you never know don't judge a book by its cover that's right that's what I was trying to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know yeah you just never know but I mean that's a that's a like a, a double-bladed you know sword because you never know some people look nice but mm, yeah, know. watch out for those kind of people. Look at our White House. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you just never know, you know. You just never know. And our second question is, what's your current obsession? Oh, dancing. Definitely dancing. dancing. Like from the moment I got back into Reno, I hit up the studio owners, Brittany and Monique. I love you guys, Reno Empire. So um, I open the studios on Mondays and Wednesdays and then try to go Tuesdays, but it's kind of like my only day off. <laughs> so nice. I've been skipping that, but that is definitely, I I try to put that into my life almost every single day. That's there was cool. a good period of time like where I took like almost eight years off of dancing, um, was in a bad relationship, Had I was taking like Xanax and lorazepam and like these painkillers and just like medicating myself. And so I got away from my dancing. So for like the last two and a half years, I've just really dedicated my time to like my dancing and mm -hmm. like my art, reading, writing. I do poetry and um, hopefully creating this new video and maybe this be new, a new adventure. This is obviously my first podcast and it's maybe in a little bit serious topic or maybe yeah. embarrassing but um hope to like do more things that i love and just enjoy this year i'm 30 so i want to like just hey. try different new things and i'm yeah. like i want to show people that 
you don't have to give up on like your dreams and stuff like that just because you took like a break or something. And I think some of the people around this time are like mm-hmm. kind of coming out of that medication fog because there was a lot of people at, like I think in the same span period that were taking a ton of pills and like, um, yeah, I just hope to maybe bring health and awareness and I'm Native American. So I would mm-hmm. love to also bring that up um, because I know that there's things going on in the world, like our world dying and stuff like that. And and I would love to um, help with that and like creating programs that might even help people out later on. That's gone through the thing that I've gone through that we're going to talk about. Um, So yeah, I just think uh, it's going to be a good year. And thank you guys so much for like having me. I'm really excited about this year and like just maybe our new friendship and stuff like that. So oh, well, we're glad to have you on. And you know, there's, I like that. I like, you know, like you, we're at that stage in our life where it's just like, you got to be proactive in things that, some people are just not really looking at yeah. you know it's it's quite crazy there's a lot of things out there in this world that people tend to just not see because there's there's a party party scene out there and a lot of people like to party often but yeah. you know what like when the partying's done you know it's back to business you gotta make sure that you know you're doing things that is good not just for you not just for others, but for the world itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I think I think we can do it, guys. I think we can do it. Just start now. <laughs> start now. Yeah. Exactly. Amazon Rainforest. Just saying. Help yeah. us. Yeah. All right. Mm. Water break. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm like sweating. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. <laughs> you know, it, it it's... Uh, no, it's just... The, you're like, just nervous? nervous. Oh, don't be nervous. I know. You want us to, I mean, it's cold outside, so you, mean, you get that cold air. In. <laughs> it's cold, a little crisp bro. air, you yeah. know? So. Yeah. But yeah, well, the reason why I wanted to invite you into our podcast is because we wanted to talk about what it's like being homeless. Because, like, I have no idea yeah. what it's like. I mean, like, you know, aside from, like, the general stuff that I know, like, obviously, but, like, I feel like there's a lot of deeper story into it. Yeah. And, like, not, like, all, I guess, homelessness is, like, the same. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's so, definitely different levels of poverty yeah. and homelessness, and we totally were engaged in this environment that we, me and my boyfriend, have never really dealt with. Like, individually, not, like like not having a home like we've had problems like that but not living in our car and that's mm. what this is about is literally us living in our car so gotcha so but, if y'all uh, are just catching up with us right now the new the topic of this podcast is you know being homeless and the the struggles of i mean it's it's kind of crazy because i see it, it's it's prominent in our world i just yeah. came back from i see it here in reno i we i just came back from san diego and you know, you see these people struggling out there and, you know, maybe it, maybe they did it to those. Maybe there were circumstances that they couldn't um, overcome. And like it, it, no matter the reason, homelessness is a pretty big topic to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Um, so like even though this last year, so we became homeless. Mm hmm. Last February. So we'll start there because <laughs> it's kind of big. I'll just give a little breakdown. So we've lived in Reno for many, many years. I've been here since 2007. Mm-hmm. Me and my boyfriend have been together. It'll be four years in November. And we've kind of had this problem moving around place to place. Um, so we decided to move to Washington and rent out a house from his brother. His brother and his wife are in the Navy. They just had a kid at this time. It was like almost one, I think. Um so we pack everything up, you know, and even getting that mindset to like leave to Washington. I've never left Nevada. <laughs> so I've been here since I was five years old. So even for me to like mentally be like, okay, I'm going to do this. I love my boyfriend. His name is Kaz. Hi, honey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just to get that and just like throw away all a bunch of stuff, get rid of like a huge furniture because it's like so expensive to move mm-hmm. out of state. So all we did was pack up our Chevy Malibu and our little Isuzu pickup. Um, our little pickup didn't even have the little back on it yet. Um, so we basically got rid of everything. We had my bed and like this huge mirror, my dancing mirror. It's like <laughs> wall size. Mm-hmm. And um, so we get to Washington and we just had to stay with um, his sister-in-law because mm-hmm. his brother was still deployed somewhere. Um, so this... Um, we only had to spend two months with her in Washington, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, she, she, her and her husband were being stationed in Hawaii for the next three years. They okay. are currently there now. So, like, after, like 
right away we had problems like she didn't want us bringing our stuff into the house because her stuff was there and we're like well it's raining yeah it's our only bed can we put it in the shed or something and she basically said no she would say yeah and then like every time I'd ask her for the keys for this shed she'd be like oh they're not I don't know where they're at you know things like that so right then we already had some kind of disconnect and I was angry obviously um and then within a week like we came up there and like we had gotten sick like just moving to Mm -hmm. a different area and like we had already had like a little sickness she asked us after a week if we could go back to reno for two months after we are out of our apartment we have all of our stuff and i'm like is this chick for real like (laughs) your your brother or your your, um your boyfriend's brother's wife wife yes so straight up telling you that she doesn't want you there like what yeah so she was already uncomfortable with the fact that we were going to be there because Mm -hmm. we were going to be renting the house out for like 1200 bucks and she was like well i don't even know why um jesse is the the husband i don't even know why jesse wanted to do this because we had other renters that were going to pay like 1600 or 1800 you know so in her mind she was already mad that she was losing out on money or whatever it may be and she felt like jesse was throwing this on her and like had to take care of us or something and i'm like we're grown adults and we could do this. And yeah. then she did have a new baby, which was totally fine. We were very respectful, always kind of kept to ourselves because mm-hmm. I was sick. I mm-hmm. stayed in the room and she didn't want us getting this baby sick. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is that she would hand the baby over to Kaz because it's his nephew. And mm-hmm. so he'd hang out with him every day. And I'm like, dude, he's sick too. Like, you know, yeah. so it was just like these weird, small, snippy things. Yeah. So after three weeks into February, she just straight up kicks us out. And I'm like, you know, we can't take any of our stuff, right? And so we only had our Chevy Malibu um, that we could take at this point. So what we did is we took the whole back seat down, Mm. like the part, like for this part. Yeah. And then we put um, a tarp underneath it. And then we put like a memory foam mattress in there. So we had our feet like in the trunk and then like our body like inside the car. Now, thank goodness me and Kaz are pretty short, but I mean, we were sleeping like side to side, like hips. Mm together and then if we turned over our sides would scrape like in the trunk mm-hmm. and we had our two little dogs so they had dogs with you too we had oh, our dang. two little docks and dogs with us oh. and i'm not getting rid of them i've had them since they were six months old yeah. and they are now 13 years old so we moved into this house thinking that we're starting this new life and yeah. we had a great life here like i was dancing at the studio Kaz yeah. had a great job i was selling legal cannabis still back then yeah. you know and So even for us to like leave that situation was hard enough for us. So now we're here in Washington. It's February. They Mm -hmm. just had the worst snowstorm ever. Like it doesn't snow up there or something. Yeah. I mean, we're used to it, obviously. Yeah. And I don't know anything about the rain. Like (laughs) I'm a (laughs) desert person. So it's like freezing. It's wet. It's moist everywhere. All kinds of stuff. Um. So we knew right away that we had to get gym gym membership. So we bought that right away, mm-hmm. you know, got the bed stuff and we got like a little cooker thing, like with the buns inverter and like a pan. So just in case we needed to cook. Yeah. But just being there, um, we were there all the way up till July dealing with this. So the first few weeks, it was really hard because we were looking for jobs. We would yeah. only be able to leave the dogs in the car for a little bit and we'd be looking for jobs online at like these work source or something. I think that's what it's called. Um, So we found jobs. We eventually get to this area in Redmond, which is kind of crazy. So first time we're ever homeless, and then we end up in this area, which is like a Microsoft town. So these people are like mega rich, like like those doors that come up, like Teslas everywhere, like... And so it's just kind of a crazy town. Um, And then, like, I look up online, like, where do homeless people sleep in their cars? Because um, they won't let you sleep in your car on the side of the road. And we tried doing it in Seattle, and it was so bad there. Like, it was just really, there was nowhere to pee. (laughs) That's when you're a woman, and I'm, like, have to pee all the time. Like, being homeless and having to go to the bathroom is probably number one in, like, hygiene. Yeah. Um, And I've never had to deal with this. I'm the type of person that dances and takes, like, two showers a day. Yeah. So for me, that was really hard. And when I had to pee literally on the streets in Seattle, that was when I was like, okay, we need to find an area outside of Seattle because this is not going to work. So what we'd do, we'd go around the towns, every town, like, um, and look for the Planet Fitnesses just so we could take showers. 
So that's how that worked. We were working full time um, in Redmond. I was actually a bud tender up there as well at mm. Origins. Hi, guys. Miss you. Um, <laughs> I tried baristaing. It's called this cool coffee shop, Mercury's Coffee Shop, which I really like there. But um, it's really hard work. I don't want to do it be a barista. <laughs> um, I so I was that, there for a couple months and then started selling legal cannabis. And um, none of our coworkers knew what was going on. So mm-hmm. we'd go to work and then um, we'd come right back to the car or the truck after after we got like the overhang for our truck. We actually put a full twin bed back there mm-hmm. and then we put like Velcro up so that we had curtains and we could just rip them off if we needed to. But we yeah. really kept them up. Um, so just like things like that and finding somewhere to sleep every single night was crazy like we weren't used to it so for the first few weeks like we would just drive around for hours because we were like didn't feel comfortable in that spot like there was always lights well we needed lights on us because it's actually really dangerous for you out there um like if i was by myself i don't know what would happen they have so many missing people in washington yeah and if you're from like another state it's so easy to snatch you up and them not know what happened to you and they have like over 600 people missing which i i want to address as well because a lot of them are native american women and that could have been easily me and I don't know. It's just really sad um, to think that that's going on. But so, yeah, just um, having to walk the dog every two hours on my Mm -hmm. break. So three days a week out of my five, I would take the dogs with me to to work. Mm -hmm. Um, Just give them like snacks and stuff and then walk them on my two hour break and like be shaking all day at work because I was like, oh, my gosh, are these dogs about to get taken? You know, and I these are my only children. Like, so that that kind of stress every day was uh, just tumultuous. How long was this happening for like like the span of time like this yeah so it was from february and we got back like july 5th to reno after saving up money and then like to be honest like this weird homeless guy started stalking us oh so like he worked with my boyfriend he helped him get a job because the program that we found in redmond is called safe parking which is really cool that was what i was looking up online i know i skipped over that so what they do is in safe parking is um they had at saint jude's it's a church and um you get like a little placard saying you're allowed to be in the parking lot um Mm -hmm. whenever and it's basically yeah you can uh, sleep there and just be safe and know exactly where you're going every single night in your car Mm -hmm. which i hope to bring that here because i know there's so many people and we have like winter here yeah and it's like so freezing like i can't imagine like being in the rain and coming home coming home to the car (laughs) to a soggy bed is like insane and then just to think people outside are doing that i'm like mind blown so we were actually pretty grateful to have our cars and then be working full time and the the thing I was um, saying is uh, in the safe parking also they had like this little room where they had a fridge and like a microwave mm-hmm. and you could keep food in there, which was cool. And then they had a bathroom that you could use. So for for something like that and you're homeless, like that's huge. And there's only there was only like 18 spots open. Yeah. So it's like you have we have to find something that's bigger because if there's continuing every year, people are getting homeless because the rent's raising mm-hmm. and then they're not paying us enough. And then now you got to live with three or four different people just yeah. to get by. So that's kind of crazy, but... So is it one of those um, things where you gotta, like, go there every day and make sure you get your spot, or is it, like, you reserve it? Or like, no, it's it... like you... Um, so what it is is um, you apply, they do a background check on you to make sure you are, and then it's year one of, year one of the 18 spots. Oh, and okay. it's like, um, once you're done or whatever, then there's an open spot for somebody else. So that's what makes it kind of crazy is that, you know, it's not different people. You have to, you know, stay there. And there was, like, a couple people there that were there for more than six months there was a guy there that was two two years just sleeping in his car there yeah that's insane we met a a lady out there her name was carol and she'd been in her car for 10 years and she's like this old woman that um she works full-time and she works like um with people like old people and stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know just helping them yeah and we met so many different people like that and then there was like a community dinner a lot of the times so they would the church would make us dinner and then that would be the one time that we all kind of were grouped up together and sitting in that environment um i've worked at churches like on the other side my family were youth pastors and we would help the homeless and now here i am years later sitting there and i'm asking for food it was just such a surreal moment and like eat don't cry (laughs) it was just just hard and then like we were in the parking lot during like easter and i remember being in the car and you have to walk across the parking lot to like go to the bathroom i just need no worries no worries you know (laughs) you need tissues you can take you know a quick break (laughs) yeah but they were like the whole parking lot was just full and i was like i have this video journal yeah um 
and just like seeing everybody I was like so embarrassed to get out of the car like I didn't even want to go to the bathroom and you know in my heart I knew that me and Kaz were not going to go through this forever but sometimes thinking about all the other people that have to go through that for years and they don't even have anybody you know it's just like it makes me want to help them more and that's why you know I've contacted people and I want to help them out because it's unfair it's like there should be more there should be more help for people we shouldn't just throw them away it doesn't it doesn't make sense because that could be you there's so many people like right on the line of like they don't have savings and you know if they raise the rent and they don't have it I mean who has an extra like 1500 or 3000 to move into another place and like Reno they're literally building houses because there's not enough room for us yeah and then they're tearing down those places downtown for like the um the people like we stayed in the monthly weeklies downtown yeah. and they're such crap and it's like for over a thousand bucks for this tiny little crappy motel room and it's like you'll never be able to get ahead if you're by yourself you know and yeah. it's like so many people are dealing with that alone and i'm just so grateful to have kaz like to be there to p- protect me because there was instances where there were people looking to hurt me and thank goodness he was there but you know um i see other women out there by themselves you know walking with their bags and i'm just more aware like i i was pretty oblivious to this before this happened to me so yeah that's what i was gonna ask you too like before this happened to you like were you do you have any like um i had some biases like um if I saw homeless people, you know, I'm like, oh, maybe they <laughs> were doing drugs or, you know. Yeah, because, like, yeah. for me, well, that's, too. That's, like, that's, the immediate thought that yeah. people have. It's yeah. like, oh, maybe, like, he was on, you know, they were doing drugs and then, like, this Lost is what everything. happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah and but, that's totally how it, it, people think and, yeah. you know. And, you just never know, though, because, like, uh, I mean, I've, I've watched, I, I've actually talked to a couple of homeless people here in town and, you know, I've um I've taken the time to, like, research this kind of things and, and you it's not just like so. I was on a bus and there's this guy who was talking to me. He's talking about about the stock market, and, and he was telling me he's like, "Look, I, I invested in all, all my all my savings and all my money in stock market, and the stock market crashed and I lost everything." And I was like, "I was like, dang, that sucks." And he's like, um, "So he's he's you know he was doing what you were doing. He was just trying to get by. I'm not quite sure where he lived, but yeah. you know he's taking the bus for transportation, trying to get to one side of the town to the other, trying most likely trying to you know go to work or whatever whatever he needs to do in order to survive and it's just if you don't take a minute to listen to somebody else's story and you immediately think, oh, that person put themselves there because they did drugs. Like drugs is not the automatic, like should not be the automatic response. It Mm-mm. should be like, you know, something happened, some circumstances happened. Maybe like there, there are stories out there where people who um, who had family, they died, but they couldn't afford to keep paying that the mortgage of this house or whatever, whatever. And it's. It's kind of sad, you know, like so super sad. It's you, it's so sad. You, we met so many people like we met this one guy that said he'd lived in the same apartment for like years. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they jumped at like 400 bucks and he didn't have it, you know, yeah. and it pushed him out. And he said he was homeless for many years. And yeah, we just we just never know. So I just want wanted to do this also because, yeah, when you see me or my boyfriend walking down the road and we're like buying lunch or whatever and we were homeless like you wouldn't know and then we're stuck in this really like utopia yeah, in Redmond. I mean, like, the thing is is like, like you don't you look like a regular person you know yeah. what I mean so you're you don't look like a typical homeless person with you know like they're pushing like shopping carts and all that yeah, but, like, yeah. there's probably like obviously there's a lot of different levels of like you know homelessness and like you looked like a regular person, but you were homeless at some point, you know? Yeah, totally. And I feel like, yeah, for us, because we're younger, you know, like we knew we were going to be able to work and save up this money, you know, Mm -hmm. but there was like this one lady, I was so sad. She was older and she had some autoimmune disease. And then she had two huge dogs with her and she came into the program after us for safe parking. And she was straight up alone. And this woman would sit up sleeping in her car and she loved her dog so much that they would sleep in the back. Cause she had like a van mm-hmm. and she would like make them comfortable. And this poor woman had the ambulance come many, many times. And like, we saw all kinds of weird things. Like a woman died and overdosed in the parking lot. She had a needle in her leg. And mm-hmm. so yeah. it's just like, me and Kaz don't do anything like that. And here we are exposed to all these just just different things and, you know, still going to work with good attitudes and mm-hmm. still getting things done and saving money and, you know. Well, that's that's good that you that you kept a positive mindset. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, <laughs> some people out there who, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not like 
judging their books, but like some people, they just they they may not understand how to keep that positivity, that light. Yeah. You know, um, cause when when you're down, when you're like rock bottom, what do you do then? You know, like right. uh, you got two options: you get up and you go and try and do something about it, or you kind of just sit in there and and like try and figure it out slowly. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of the times, I feel like a lot of people tend to figure it out a little bit slowly because uh, once again, talking to somebody, they're like, "Yo, you know, I, I was, once I hit rock bottom, that's it. Like, I didn't know what to do. Like." Uh, they didn't have an action plan, you know. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't think about okay, I need to get a job immediately, or I need to go. Um, like the, their first response would probably be to call friends or family, and if they don't have any friends or family, like that, like what's what's the next step? You know, they don't yeah. they don't have these things planned out. Nobody ever has these things planned out, and so like if it comes to that point, you know, people need to be more aware that these things are happenstance, and like you just never know. Yeah, and I feel like we need to uplift our people who are having the hardest time because you just never know when it's going to be you. And it might not be now, but what if you're, like, older and, like, Mm -hmm. you lose your partners and, yeah, exactly, something happened. So just don't forget about about people, you know. Just have empathy for people. Try to see it on another side instead of judging right away. Just be like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe there's a reason, Mm -hmm. you know. So I I just want to bring awareness because – there's people out there, they're working full time and they there's no option for them to get out of the place. And there's a lot of people like felons and stuff. You can't even get a place around mm-hmm. here without getting help from family members. Most of the apartments, you're not allowed on the property if you have mm-hmm. a felony. Like, it's crazy. And you're, you're like, oh, rehabilitation. But now you're creating, not only did they pay for their crimes, now they got to pay for it out here and you wonder why they go back. And it is. It's the system wants them in there. That's yeah. exactly what's happening. I mean... That's why I think we should release people who have ever had any cannabis charges. You know, let's start with some stuff like that and go over this because, you know, sometimes I do feel guilty. Like, here I am. I'm able to sell this to people every day and somebody's sitting in prison right now for the same exact thing that I'm doing legally. And, um, you know, I think CBD products and THC can help a lot with ant- with depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. all kinds of things. And, you know, we do have an endocannabinoid system. So this helps like physiological things like your memory, like your appetite, like your mood. And cannabis feeds this, which mm-hmm. is crazy. And I'm really thinking that's why the government wanted to get rid of it, because it really does regulate this so that your mind is clear enough to think, why are they doing this? Why is, you know, this happening? Why don't they raise our money or, you know, whatever it is. And- I mean, it'd be beneficial for the government to look back on all these rules that they've instated in the past mainly due to the fact that there are a lot of things that people have done that are in jail for things that are being that are super legal now mm-hmm. and um, they should realize that you know like they got that time yeah maybe it was bad but now that it's like legal you're just gonna keep this person in here yeah like, not cool you know so i'm hoping things change and we take care of our earth, we take care of our bodies, take care of our people and, you know, just create friendships and, mm-hmm. you know, networking. And, you know, I think having friends, we can create more things to help others. We can't do it by ourselves. And I found that, you know, through this process, like I have a lot of friends and family and stuff that are willing to help me and everybody at the studio and stuff has just been like so amazing. And, you know, we're checking on us and making sure we're okay. And, you know, if I didn't have, you know, I wasn't dancing a few years ago. Like I, I wouldn't have had anybody to even mm-hmm. talk to and just having my boyfriend and friends and family. That's, that's nice, you know, but I know there's a lot of people that don't and maybe even helping create this like safe parking program. Uh, you know, I would love to be involved with it. I've um, contacted people like in action. Is and, that what you're doing now? Yeah. Like, you're so, trying to build something here? Yeah. Yeah. I really want to set something up. That's why I want to do this and the documentary and actually move forward to actually do something. I'm, I don't want to be that person that, you know, goes through this and doesn't create something because I mean, I feel like there was a reason I went through this. And the reason, like in my mind, I was like, I need to do video journals from the moment this happens because this might help somebody. Mm -hmm. This might I might be able to show somebody, hey, you know, get a gym membership. This might help you a little bit further along Mm -hmm. or if you have the possibility, because I mean, we were lucky we had a little bit of money. Um, Kaz's brother felt guilty, guilty. So they did give us some money when they kicked us out. But it was like. I mean, we're fucking homeless, you know, (laughs) like we don't know anything about Washington. So, but yes, I would love to. And there's a woman called Aria that does the action and she, I think she works for like the churches and stuff for Mm -hmm. homelessness. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe we can create this because this is what they do up in Washington because they're homeless. Their homeless problem is like crazy. The county that we were in, Redmond, they said there was like over like, I don't know, thirteen or fifteen thousand people in this small area that were homeless. Mm -hmm. And like, you can see them walking around, but, um. 
they're still like pushing people to where you can't hang out anywhere. And it's like, well, where am I supposed to go if I can't even hang out at the parks or the trails, you know? And it's like, they literally want you just to be dead or something like just out of sight, out of mind type thing. And it's not fair. So if you guys aren't going to let us sit at the parks, you better start creating programs. And if you're not going to do it, maybe some people like us who went through it are going to do it. So I mean, create a community where like, you know they have they they call it what what's called tent city and yes I was pe- right by it yeah those people get kicked out uh, and those those cities like those mini cities they they move around around town because uh, they're they're not allowed to be there but at the same time it's just like maybe a community should think about the effects of homelessness like you know I understand that they're giving out programs that may help these people or uh, but it's it's just not enough you know it there's isn't. there's so there's so many things that a city can do like there's so much city out there like create a small community where that you can help help rehabilitate you can yeah. help build something like that alone would create jobs absolutely for that community like and they these people you you know that like the, the struggles that what that you had to go through and just like you said you, know, you have tips and tricks and how to how to like combat it and how to be how to how to get there and and if it's if it's like if, yeah okay if it's drugs then maybe there's there's an ability to to help people um, like combat that and then if there's if it's for for others who just just down on the luck yeah like there should be there should be steps there should be ability to to help these people you know and there shouldn't be such a long waiting list that you could be lost you know like yeah, in absolutely. the system like because there are you know things like waiting lists you can wait for what is it like section eight and stuff like that but mm-hmm. people like us we don't have kids so a lot of the time you don't get a ton of help if you don't have kids yeah like my mother was a single mother and she had four kids and we had like section eight and she's had food stamps and money and over the years it's dwindled like they don't, mm-hmm. I don't think they give people as much money and as just much help and these waiting list sometimes could take over a year mm-hmm. for you to be on and then at that point i mean it might it might just be too far along so yeah if we could even create like 10 cities or tiny homes even more like in another area that yeah that could possibly help and we did have one like so the safe parking was a different program and then literally right next to us was a tent city and so what this program would do is they would literally build an entire tent town and but mm. they would make it nice structures and they would give them beds and like heaters and then they had a full long one where it had a full kitchen like tables and then like a pantry and then like a couple of fridges um mm. also um and then these people would get um donations from like the restaurants around town so okay. they'd actually have really good food nice. <laughs> so they'd have like pastas and chickens and like and redmond's a really nice area so it had really good food so some days i ate better than i would have like out <laughs> here like normal yeah so that was really cool. And what they did is they would move every three months um, to different churches oh, into the okay. different areas. And so it was like, oh, my gosh, like Redmond has like a million churches, you guys. This is like Sin City here in Reno. But in Redmond, it's like every <laughs> block was a church. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, so it's kind of cool that they had that. And maybe maybe we don't have enough to sustain that. But I know we have a good amount of churches. So I'm like, I feel like we could figure this out. And, you know, somebody contact me. Help me out. Um, yeah, that's yeah, you know, I was like. That's why I wanted to invite Fuck. you here. Just to spread <laughs> awareness. You know? If you're listening yeah. and you know you're you're feeling the story, and you know if or if you have any contacts out there, yeah, that just help. help. Yeah. You know what? Like, like even if you think that these people deserved it, like, don't. You should you should yeah. think about it. See it from a different perspective, and then give a little. You know, because a little goes a long way. In all honesty, and yeah. uh, if you're out here and you're listening uh, to our podcast currently, and you have any contacts, like Jarek said. Um, you know, you can always contact us through the contact information below. If you're on YouTube, leave a comment. Uh, and you know our you are you know our Insta plugs. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. our Facebook, we'll yeah. tag her, and then yes, you can just message her directly. Yeah, you talk about. Yeah. yeah, and um, I don't I don't even know if we mentioned it, but I contacted Jared because for the video journals, we would like to compile them and show you the story of how everything happened from the moment, like being in Reno in our apartment. I have videos of our cute little apartment to like moving to Washington to everything happening. So um, if you want to, you know, further follow my story, I had really cool experiences too, like a ser- like a serving job. It was for a company called Tuxedos and Tennis Shoes, and it was like these grandest like um, parties. Um, it was serving. Um, and they did like auctions and weddings. So these really fancy events. And here I am homeless serving hors d'oeuvres to these really beautiful rich people. And um, like some of these auctions, they were doing it for good reasons. Mm-hmm. Like um, it was for the hospital and stuff. They were doing it for like medical equipment to okay. help like 
Afghan stuff or whatever mm. it was. And these people were buying like things like wine and vacations. And here they are spending like $6,000 on wine. And I'm like, I'm homeless, you know? <laughs> so the, those kind of like experiences too were weird for me. But like I was happy to be there because I was out of the car. But just thinking about how like the other 1% lives, you know, and um, but being able to see these really cool events. Thank you, Abby, for giving me that job. She's actually in Carson now. Her family owns the company up there. Um, Oh, nice. And uh, my brother told me about it. And so um, it was in Seattle. So I went to like the orchestra hall. um, What was it called? The Ban Royal Hall or something Mm -hmm. like that. And then just like these really cool venues. And so I got small little snippets. And I was at the volleyball tournament out in um, Sammamish. And so I was actually serving the people that paid like really expensive seats, like 600 bucks per ticket or whatever it was. And then the volleyball people were like right there. And I'm like serving. And like so these cool experiences like I really did have. But, you know, being homeless in addition. So just look for those videos. We're going to compile them, me and Jarek, and uh, just try to create a story at least so you guys can see it from the beginning to, like, at least getting here. And it was a great moment because I got my apartment today. So it was kind of like a good end to, like, start this and today, you know. And, yeah, it's just it's an exciting time. So this year is going to be, like, probably my best year because I'm going to push really hard to create something. I don't know what it's fully it, (laughs) but it's going to be something. But I I love that. I love the, the, um, like, sometimes, you know, God, I like to believe that God, um, I mean, if you don't believe in God or whatever, maybe the higher power or whatever you believe in, um, I believe that something out there puts you through things that you can't, um, that, that you can go through, that you can, that you can overcome. It yeah. really just depends on your choices during that time. But once you overcome, like, I feel like you, you're meant to go and do something greater, just, just, just like this, like mm-hmm. to be able to, to tell your story and then find the the drive the motivation the the um the fire to just ignite like a movement you know start a movement uh make sure that the other is being taken care of because a lot of people take take care of themselves first and that's okay but if if you're well off and you know uh you're living life daily and you have all this extra cash go go help someone out like be a light in the in in this darkness that that Uh, encompasses our world you know yeah even if that's just giving food to them like it is so expensive to buy food package like and not ever really have a hot meal like buying the sandwiches and chips and everything like not only was super unhealthy like I'm a dancer and like I you know for me that was kind of hard and now I'm addicted to fast food again (laughs) because (laughs) it's just I mean there's nowhere for you to eat and that was like the only hot things we could eat so even if you just bring those people food I know they're like trying to find people and stuff when they hand food out but dude on the side because i don't care like it's unfair for the government or the state what do you mean find people's stuff so like there was people who will give like um food plates downtown but they don't have food permits and they're just giving it to homeless people and then they're you need food permits to give food to homeless yeah permits for everything for everything even here yeah i mean you can't even collect your own rainwater Big brother's trying to keep you down. Yeah, man. so they're just trying to create problems. And I'm like, I don't even care. Just hand some food out if you can, whatever it may be. Blankets and jackets, probably jackets for sure. Socks, sweaters. I love what they're doing with the trees and they're putting like the jackets and Oh, I saw that. And the yeah. scarves and stuff. Yeah. Like they really do need that. And it's just sad to think that, you know, um, even like the government or what our state or whatever it is. I'm like, don't know. Yeah, I heard like socks are really good. Uh, yeah. Donations and underwear. I know it's weird, but like, yeah, underwear because you know things get dirty and um, any type of hygiene products. If you wanted to give them deodorant or toothpaste, anything, even like dry shampoo for the women, because it's really hard for women out there. Um, you know, I had the money to buy like feminine products and things like that, but just even finding a bathroom, like I would literally dehydrate myself just so I wouldn't have to go to the bathroom like I would stop drinking as much water as I could and so women are doing that out there and then some of them don't even have money like I think tampons and pads should be free like they should be giving that out because it's not fair for a woman to walk around and be unclean because she doesn't have access to that so there's just certain things like you can do and even if you're seeing something on this somebody on the side of the road and you notice they're homeless like even if you bought them like a tiny little bag of these small little travel things because you don't want it to be too big because if they have to carry it that's also that's also a difficulty so (laughs) small small things but you know there's little things we can do and hopefully we can help each other yeah i mean like okay you don't have to give out food or sorry not food you don't have to give out money because like i think that's like what people generally think about first is like i don't want to give this person money well if you don't want to give them money like Mm -hmm. use that same money to go 
and because so the, yeah. the general idea is like I don't know what they're gonna do with that money. Mm-hmm. Well, then go get them something that absolutely. can be absolutely useful for them, like mm-hmm. clothes or food, chapstick. Or, you know, the little things, the little I things. I didn't even think about matters. that. Yeah, yeah, your lips get so chapped out there. Like, I was dehydrated and, like, my lips lotion. would be, yeah, maybe, like, a tiny little baby lotion, yeah. any of that, you know, little wipes. You know, <laughs> you know what a, a cool program would be um, if you if you were able to get, get this yeah. started would be to, you know how, like, um, grocery stores, they'll have things that are, like, almost getting expired. And yes. what they do, they just throw that stuff away. There's, yeah, there's like, restaurants out there that they'll cook food for their day and then if they don't finish it, they'll throw it out. But, yeah. like... Those things, those things that people like waste, those yeah. things that, that I don't they understand, don't sell. Like why they just throw that yeah, away? Yeah, like, like mm-hmm. give it away. I you mean, should... like I understand the the liability of like somebody might get sick with that food and like get sued, but like. But I mean, dude, if these yeah. these people are already homeless, like they're eating things that they probably shouldn't even be eating. So, so you, you exactly. might as well take those foods that are almost expiring, or you're about to throw away, or you don't even need anymore, and you don't. It's not even second guessing it. You. There should be a program because they do this, and I believe they do this uh, across the, the pond here. They they go in uh, grocery stores. They they give it back to the community. They should, and absolutely. Yeah. And like I've worked at food banks around here in Reno, and like yeah, they just throw a ton away that was donated if they don't have expiration dates. And you're yeah. like, this is still good. And then they'll throw it in this big garbage can, and then pour like rubbing alcohol over it so that people can't go fish for it, which ah, is ridiculous. I was like, are you kidding me? Because I was throwing it away. I was like, I'm gonna come back and grab this for the homeless people, you know. And yeah. he's all. Oh, no, we we dumped stuff on it, so you can't have it. I'm like, that's messed that's up. so messed up yeah. when there's so many people that are hungry. So I don't know if there's a way we can change that, but I don't know. I yeah. think I think the um if and if you're listening out there, I, I really think that the idea of oh they didn't work hard for it like that that should go out the window. Like yeah, absolutely. Once again, these people like maybe maybe it's what what had happened to them, but maybe it's just happenstance and mm-hmm. like these people they. You know, I've seen all these videos like, oh, this person, uh, he dropped a wallet in front of this homeless guy. And the homeless guy's like, hey, hey, you dropped your wallet. And the guy's like, you didn't you didn't take any of this money. He's like, no, this is your stuff. Like, yeah, like people should, still have good hearts. Yeah, they, they have, have morals. There's morals. There's good hearts out there. Like you should stop seeing the negative and just start seeing the positive. And like just just start a simple like change of your mindset will definitely help the world go around a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like this person may have like been down on their luck, but if you were to just you know help them out just a little bit, if everybody were to just like five dollars, five dollars is not even that Mm-mm. much. It's just not. go out, buy somebody something to eat, or go out and give them some clothes. Like, like it's not about it's not fair. It's not about like oh like they did this to themselves. It's not about that. It's about spreading good. You know, yeah. being being good and being the light in this. In, once again, in this in this darkness. You know. Yeah, just be there for people, and I think the world would be a better place. And I know it seems like far away, like all these changes and stuff. But if we really truly work on it, I mean, it's really not that far out. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people always wish. Oh, like I wish the world was a little bit better, but the world can start being better, starting with you. Yeah, if you want to make something better, don't think about changing something because it makes your life better. Think about it for someone long term or somebody else. Do something nice like those people leaving scarves. They made those scarves and left it for somebody else. And they, you know, did that time, work, whatever it was. And if more people did that, it would just be so much better. It's like that Michael Jackson song, you know? Exactly. Man oh, in the Mirror, dude. Man in the Mirror. Oh, I was about to sing that right quick. Oh. I'm so bad at names. I don't know names of the songs. <laughs> it's, you know, you just got to make a change once in your life, you know? I think so. And people should dance more, take care of their bodies, eat better. Yeah. So yeah, that this year is going to be about yeah. fixing this temple from the fast food. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, you know, change starts with yourself also. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So... If you're out here, if you're listening, thank you for listening in. But also, like, take a minute to to go help someone out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, thank you small. for uh, sharing your story with us. Totally, totally. And you can hear more about it, or you can see once the documentary is out. You'll hopefully, see. in the next few months. Yes. And yeah, is there anything else you want to say about? Me or him? Yeah. <laughs> I or don't if know. you have any other questions. Um, I don't think so. Use Just... us as an outlet, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, I don't know. For our, I don't know how many views we get, but normally like around ten. <laughs> but I'm, I'm one of them. People, I'm one of them. <laughs> for the ten people that are listening, well, nine now. Nine since, now. <laughs> I'm here because she's listening. She's yeah. right here. She's here now. But like for the nine people that are listening, 
Yeah. Well, if you guys are just looking for a change in your life and, you know, you haven't ever tried dancing or you want to, we have that adult based studio at the Reno Empire mm-hmm. and I open on Mondays and Wednesdays. So you can come and mm-hmm. meet me mm-hmm. or talk to me or whatever you want to do. And even if you have ideas about helping, I would love to hear it. So you guys can find me on Facebook or Instagram too, just Marissa Poe. Um, I think that's about it. And but if I'm you just, want the yeah. plug, where do you, where do you work at? Oh me! I, oh yeah, I work at Reef Guys and Sparks. So come and check me out. Tip me really well because if you tip your bartender, you better tip your butt tender. Hey. <laughs> but also, um, if you feel like even if even if um, you don't think you can do anything by sharing this video yes. or sharing it to somebody who may have a little bit of power to help these people out, that'd be grand too. Yeah, like, that'd be awesome. Like things, it's it, this is not a hey like. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yo, check it. No, it's a share this a little bit of light so that way we can help others out there. This is, that's that's my request for you guys out there. Listen. Oh, and also Our Town Reno. I'm also going to do a small little snippet documentary about being homeless and having our dogs. So I'm going to be doing that, I think, next week on Wednesday. I don't know when it's going to air, but it's just like a small little snippet and like a little bit more of like. This is going to air that. Monday. So. so Monday. Maybe. So if, if you're well, listening you, this is on before, Monday, for sure. yeah, if so. you're listening this upcoming Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this yeah. upcoming so, Wednesday, check yeah. it out. Two days from now. Yeah, they, so they humanize also people and they do stories on homelessness as well in, in Reno. So I just wanted to say that as well. Cool, but that's about cool. it, I think. All right. That was um, awesome. I mean, yeah, not like, bad. I mean, no, it was dark, but you <laughs> it, know, was it was very dark. It was, it was good. It was Couple good. Tears, laughs, yeah. you know, yeah. good. And thank you guys so much for having me. I, I appreciate it. I was yeah. excited and like really nervous. I'm still sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely enjoyed it. And you know, our, our podcast is mainly about love, but the pursuit yes. of happiness. And you know what? Like. There was that movie with Will Smith in it. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's, like, that's yeah. how I felt. That's like, how I seriously. envisioned this. I was just like, <laughs> I felt bad for him yeah. when he had a kid. Like, yeah. there are people that movie like is that. Like one of my favorite movies. Oh, him so sleeping sad. in the closet. I love you, Will. If you see this, um, <laughs> <laughs> him sleeping in that closet with that kid. I was like, oh, oh my that, God. that that oh, scene oh, um, in the bathroom when he was yeah. like so crying. powerful. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Powerful. and yeah, he's a great actor. See, so if y'all have not seen that movie, The Pursuit of Happiness, watch it. Same. Same, same, but different. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like you just, it's, it's spread, a great spread, movie, spread dude. light. You know, because yeah. you never know, that person could be the next person that that cures, you know, world hunger or cancer yeah. or yeah. what have you. You just never know. Only takes one person to see or to hear. No, so, just kidding. Yeah, make <laughs> a change. You just never make know. a change. For once in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, yo, check it. I'm sorry. That's why I'm a dancer. I can't sing. <laughs> You can dance right now. No, thank you. (laughs) I'm sweating and no. (laughs) I can't do that. That is one of my things I'm be working on more freestyle. I can definitely pick up choreography, but I think when you're being judged on your own body, like sometimes it takes a little while. (laughs) Yeah. No worries. No worries. All right, let's do some lightning round questions. Do you have any questions, Christian? Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I got a lot of questions pertaining to to what happened in your in your in your life. I I guess I'll try to make it a little bit quick. Um, and so, just like quick answers too, like you don't have to like. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. I, I guess I'll try and make it yes or no. Okay. Um, so if someone were to come to you and needed a place to stay, how would you? I guess would you That's say not yes, or yes, no? or no. <laughs> would you say yes or no? Would you say yes or no? Sorry. What's going? Well, if 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 someone were to if someone were in need, and knowing what you've done now, would would you help them? I guess that's a yes or no. I right? would hope to say yes, but again, sometimes it's hard. Like when you live in an apartment or something and you try to take somebody in, then people start noticing things and they're like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. And that's what makes it hard too yeah. is other people complaining about it. And so, it's tough too because it's like, it's sad to say, but you can't help everybody. It's, you know? It is yeah. super true. And you know, a lot of times you do have to help yourself. And I know that sounds really harsh, but sometimes you do have to pull Mm. yourself out and I would totally be willing to, but I have so many family members that are dealing with this same thing or addictions and things like that. Mm -hmm. And they're homeless and they would probably be the first ones. And I probably have such a long list that I don't know if I would just be like a random person, obviously. Uh, So you're trying to get, you're trying to get everybody in 
make a program out there for these yeah, people. Yeah, I just want, you know, them to take care of themselves and maybe have this program either run by itself or even be helping run it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know how much time I have, but I will put as much time and energy as I can into anything mm-hmm. that I do. I try to do everything with excellence and, you know, maybe that's why it's pushed me so far and not only my dancing, but my life and, mm-hmm. you know, just moving up in life and um, coming from a drug addict mother and father um, and them not even finishing middle school and high school and for me to go to college and study like architecture and interior design, that was already a feat for me. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would hope I would want to help them, you know, but I think having a larger program is probably easier for me. <laughs> gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. So you can help more people that way. Exactly. Too, yeah. Just helping individual individual people. Yeah. yeah. And the counseling and the energy and the nutrition and things that it takes to help build somebody else's life is mm-hmm. takes a lot of time and energy. And sometimes like it is, it can't, you can't do it on your own. So, gotcha. so then I know that wasn't like short. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, no worries. Yeah. That, definitely not quick answer, but it's, it's good. <laughs> Let me ask another quick question then. Okay. Um, well, hopefully it's quicker. Uh, sorry, Jay. Um, <laughs> I, now, now I got all the questions. Uh, so then, so then you do have a, a college degree, yes? Um, so yeah, I have my residential planning diploma and most of my bachelor credits. I, qu- uh, I, gotcha. I quit because it's like sixty thousand dollars in student loans, so I mm-hmm. cut that bad boy off. <laughs> so I mean, like you know, just just an example is that is that like it doesn't matter where you are in life, like things can happen, and yeah. you might be on the road to success, but you just never know. Yeah, keep that in mind, people. All right, go ahead, Jason. All right, well, this this one's a fun one. I hope so. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a fun and sad at the same time. But, okay. Um, you said earlier that you had some days you had like really good food at the the shelter. Yeah. Which food is like the best food that you had? Um, I love the chicken dinners and like the um, they had chicken really good potatoes good. and like string beans and then I love bread and they had all kinds of bread. I don't know what it is, but the bakeries loved giving the bread and then like Panera and stuff around town would give Ooh. you some of the desserts. So they had like just nice. cool like small programs and like the Damn. pastas were always delicious, never overcooked. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like so those days and those nights were really great. But then there was times like you were. I don't even want to say this because it sounds bad, but sometimes you're worried about people and their cleanliness and things like that yeah. and like digging oh. into the food and stuff. And oh my gosh, now I probably sound like a bitch, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it's like a, it's a it's, real concern. You know, It is I mean? a real like, concern because people are carrying things, you know, because yeah. they've been out there a long time and, you know, some people have used drugs, but yeah, the food was amazing. And, you know, most of the time we just bought food, but okay, mm, that's cool. Yeah. So we didn't have a bad time with that, but you know, other people do. So. Oh, so knowing what you know now, um, if you were to go back to that moment to decide to go up to uh, was it Washington? Mm-hmm. Uh, would you would you go? Would you do it again? Would you do all? I guess my question is, would you do it all over again? I've learned I learned so many things about myself and how to survive. So I'm not sure if I would fully go back, but I would definitely rethink about um, who I was trusting to rent from, yeah. make sure I got it like from an actual person. I really think um, getting things from family members, you know, they definitely want to help you out, but they really expect you to basically do what they want. If you mm-hmm. don't hit that certain mark, then they'll just throw you away and take back twice as much is kind of what I feel. Mm. But um, so I think the experience was really good and I think it was necessary for me to have, but I would probably never want to never go want through. to go back through that again because I loved my dancing here. I was still mm. with the studio, but I think this probably will create something else and like that drive inside of me. So like half and half. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. yeah. I mean, like I feel like when you get into like that dark place, you know, like it yeah. kind of forces you to grow. And yeah. like, you're doing pretty well now. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. nobody ever wants to go back and do like the hard, a, stuff. A, the hard stuff. But yeah. at the same time, it's just like I, I, I was just wondering because you know, like it, it something something positive did come out of that that negativity that you were undergoing, and yeah. you know, and and you now you know like what to do the next time if any, yeah. if anybody ever needs any tips or tricks or if anybody ever needed like guidance you have that experience you know oh absolutely and yeah. i've met multiple like homeless people and i've actually given them tips i'm like hey i was sleeping in my car and their face Im- immediately is like what you and so that's why i also want to change the face of homelessness there's not one face that looks a certain way so i wanted you guys to know you know we are mm. we're all out there <laughs> yeah i mean they don't all look the same Mm-mm. you know mm. they wear Some regular clothes just like, like you and yeah, me exactly and yeah. they could be homeless it's true that's cool. Any other questions, Christian? Oh, oh, 
Oh, I thought you. I thought it was a you. You question. Yeah, I'm you trying ask, to think. I'm trying to think. Oh, of oh okay. Question, man. Can I ask a question? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you can ask. Do us you questions. do photos also or videos oh, or I, is this like how do you guys know each other? Like I don't even. Oh, know Oh, he's that. my best friend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've been, we've been, yeah, we've known BFS? each other for since like, like ninth grade. Yeah. Which oh. is like. I don't know. Yeah, well, we we, we want to say how old we are, but yeah, <laughs> yeah we do. <laughs> yeah, we're both 30s. Okay, okay yeah. cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm freshly 30, though. So. Me yeah. too, just September, so. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm a little older I'm than you. Yeah, he's a little I'm bit August. older. Yeah. Oh, you are older? Huh? Yeah, yeah. No, just Dang. kidding. No, 30s is going to be a great year. Stop telling us that we're old and shit, okay? Actually, 30s is great. <laughs> 30s is great. 30s. It's like 30s to like 20. What are you talking about? Late 20s to like early 30s is like the time when you like figure yourself out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I do. I feel like way more empowered in myself. And, you know, there's just things about myself I didn't like. And there's at this point you're like, this is me, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Because they have more direction. When I was like, before, before I turned 27, I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I was just kind of, you know. Oh, really? Like the typical, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you go to college and then you find a good job. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, That's and then when I me. did that, I was like, no, there what? has to be more than just there like, this is hella boring. Cause like, oh, yeah, I was like, this is boring. You know what I mean? And like, like staying yeah. in the same job for 30 years in an yeah. office is thought, well, that's what I thought you were supposed to do. And I'm like, oh my God. And it's, it's crazy too. Cause me. like, I was at DMV this morning <laughs> and that place, like, for some reason, the workers there are like very, I don't know. It just come up like very rude to me. Yeah. They've dealt with so yeah. many people saying like, why do I have to pay this? That they're yeah, like, probably. <laughs> I mean, but like at the same time, I'm like, damn, that's kind of, that, yeah. It looks draining, those kind of jobs. That's why I love being creative and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, selling legal cannabis. Everybody's so happy most of the time. <laughs> I know, like, I'm getting my weed. I'm like, yeah, yeah. They're like so excited <laughs> to walk out. So, and I, I really do believe this is a holistic way to like treat your body and have fun, you mm-hmm. know, both ways. So, and I really felt like smoking a lot of weed while we were out there really helped us. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it did help. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So to, to answer your question, I am also a photographer, but more so a videographer. Okay, uh, cool. I love capturing uh, like awesome things. So Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. I would love to do a photo shoot with like the red handprint over our face. Ooh, that'd so be it's awesome. for the missing indigenous women, mm-hmm. children, Ooh, and men. Um, that's cool. But I would love to do it with some of my friends and have different colors because, I mean, we're all different people and all of us are going missing. It's not just mm-hmm. that. But a lot of the times people do forget about Native American people and, mm-hmm. you know, we're here and it's not in the past and we're here. And a lot of people think, <laughs> like, when I walk around, I'm Hispanic, which is totally fine. But, you know, they forget that we're still here. And, like, mm-hmm. when I tell them that, also, uh, I break another stereotype or barrier because they have this mindset of what we look like or talk like or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just not that. So this is 21st century. Don't judge a book by its cover. You know, exactly. it, it, it makes it kind of sad because, like, the world is slowly losing its magic. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 not just like, you know, oh, uh, Native American people, they have, like, this mystical power or whatever. It's just I the, do, though. <laughs> I can make it rain. <laughs> you know just what I'm kidding. saying? Like the world is losing just that that the innocence that it once had. Yeah. You know, just because like, oh, we want more of this or more we want that more of that. Like we're losing we're losing like indigenous people, not just here in America, but South America, you think the Amazon. Yeah. Do you think like that's that. only the reason because like we're older now? Like when we were younger, we didn't really have to think about this kind of stuff. No, yeah. And now it's probably like, like I think it's for for me it's probably like it's always been there. Yeah. yeah, but then like as you grow older, you kind of see it more because like when you're younger, you're, like all you worry about is like school and yeah. like you know That's it. the weekend. Yeah, you know? no, I really worry about the apocalypse. I'm like, oh shit! I like didn't think it was real, and then they're like, yeah, the Earth is dying. I'm like, it's happening. Yeah. Oh my god! Like <laughs> we better, we better figure this out. Fix the water. Like stop letting them have those pipelines. Oh my gosh, the oil is bad, and our water. Like I can't believe all that trash in the yeah. ocean. That is so sad. Yeah. I wa- so it's I watched. It's gonna this- be a problem. Um, I guess we're gonna move on to the next segment of like the mo- the, the interesting that you. you- uh, yeah, I guess I mean that that's fine. That was, that was a tra- good transition. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good transition. Okay, so I was um, the most interesting thing I found this week or this previous week was I saw this video of a beluga whale grab this guy's GoPro, and um, like he he takes it and he goes underneath the water and then he comes back and he gives the GoPro oh back to the to the kayaker. It's cute, right? Sounds yeah. cute, right? But as I was watching this video, there was more to it for me, at least. I looked, mm-hmm. I was watching this, and um, this kayaker was in the bay. Like, well, it looks like a bay. And mm-hmm. as the GoPro is descending to uh, to the like b- bottom of the the little um, bay there, there's all this trash. Just it's like 
covered in trash and I was flabbergasted. Yeah. I was like, holy crap, you know, this is the planet that we live in. And uh, here we are worried about like, you know, homelessness and all this other stuff. But we don't really think about the planet itself. We're killing, yeah. not only are we killing ourselves, we're killing the planet. And like the, it just, it just threw me for a loop. There's this beautiful, majestic creature and it's swimming in all this gunk and disgustingness. Yeah. And, and like just that like, sad video of like that turtle too, that with that straw. With the straw through his nose? That straw thing. Oh my yeah. God, yeah, that dude. kills me. But it's just like, there's so many smaller plastic things that we don't think yeah. about like that. And the fact that like being homeless made me feel sad too, because we need biodegradable, like reusable plastic things. Cause every time we'd buy a sandwich, it was in a plastic container. Every time we bought something to drink, it was in a container yeah. and we had to throw it away. Yeah. And we did contribute to that because of homelessness. So if they can create a way for homeless people to have water bottles that are biodegradable, that would yeah. be awesome and yeah. it's cool that like starbucks is doing uh no yeah. um no straws now too yes. yeah which is cool i mean yeah. it's a step forward it so is definitely is, see, yeah. we can combat this we can combat you know um trash and homelessness and with one stone yeah if the government or if somebody out there created a program where they provide jobs to homeless people for just picking up trash that would be awesome i you think there's saying? a place that did that um I saw it on Facebook. They were paying homeless for like 10 bucks. Like, I heard yeah. about them um, giving homeless people joints as well for one bag of trash somewhere. I can't remember where it was. <laughs> that would be perfect. There you that, go. That you know what I cool. mean? I mean, I would I would have done it. I would have been like five joints. Like, oh. five joints. You know? I, so. I, I feel like if, if, if they did that to the whole community, people would be like, oh, yo, I got uh, this bag uh, of trash. I know. I know. I got this trash for my house. <laughs> exactly. Can I uh, get a... <laughs> right from home. You're like, I'm homeless. Yeah. You know? But... Yeah, I just think we need to take care of the world and we need to force the corporations um, to make better products for throwing away, like the soda people and like, you know, whatever it is. Like, yeah, we need to like force them because they're obviously not listening and they are the big contribution to killing this world and it's not fair, you know? Well, I mean, if people really like truly understood the world, there's more of us than there is those companies. You know what I'm saying? Like, they need us more than we need that. Well, we need the food, but we don't need. We don't need to like, you know, contribute to the the and I mean if 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 you're one of those people who can't just get up really quickly and just toss toss it into into the correct bin, come on, do yeah. a little bit better. Do a little bit better, guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's a pretty good podcast. Not yeah. bad, huh? Yeah, thanks yeah. for coming. I didn't think I was gonna have any enough to say, so <laughs> it was oh, yeah. fine. It, it generally <laughs> it's like that in the beginning. Oh, you know, okay. you're like, oh, I got, I got all these things to ask, got all these things to to answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was very fun for yeah. my first podcast. I know it's really heavy, but yeah. I can't wait yeah. to work more with you. And we'll we'll start working through this. And it was wonderful meeting you, Chris. Oh, Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. And maybe we'll do another one one of these. Yeah, times. we'll have you again. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah we, we'd love to have. We love having. Like repetitive guests out yeah. as well. Yeah. We'll give you an update yeah. when it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> you so know? Maybe me and Noel can come on together because I actually dance with Noel. So. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, my little yeah. Noel. She's in Hawaii right now, but. Ooh. Hopefully shout out to Noel. Shout out to Bye, you. Babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think like, um, like me and Jarek started this podcast because we want to help the world. Yes. Um, not just because like, uh, if we help one person, cool. But if we help like masses, That'd yeah. be awesome. Yes, and because, I love that. You know, yeah, that's why I hope like eventually we get more viewers so we can you know spread the message. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not just nine people out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, check it is about. But you know, shout like, out to those nine people that thanks, st- stay tuned. <laughs> yes. regularly. Thank you for uh, coming this far on the podcast and listening to the very end of it. We much appreciate you. Um, is there anything else? Do you have any other questions? I don't think so. I you want to do any, some shameless plugging? Um, I don't think so. I think I Not did yet. it all. Yeah, Not that's yet. about it. So my shameless plug: help people out there, be the light in the world. Shameless plug. Ditto. Hashtag ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag make a movement. Hashtag stoners are not lazy. <laughs> stop, just stop that misconception that's a, for yeah, sure. That's a very, uh, Most of us dance general, or smoke, just yeah. so you know. <laughs> Hashtag don't that's judge a, a book by its cover. Exactly. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Yes, of course. That's like the tagline for this one. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's like the main theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you again for listening in. All right. And uh, we appreciate you. Bye, Thanks. Guys. See you guys later. Later. Peace.